0: The Devils had made a few adjustments at practice. We have a full house, and I'm not talking about the television show. And also, what do the Devils need to do in their uh, two-game mini-series against the Rangers in order to just move ahead of them and just try to get back on some sort of win streak? We have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. You're locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, College Hockey Play-by-Play Announcer, and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 2:49 p.m. Eastern Time, March the third, 2021, at the time of this recording. And the New Jersey Devils still lost for their last five games. We've hit a rut in the season. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically gave a post-game analysis of our game against the Islanders and. Overall, I didn't rant in the last episode is because, you know... I felt as though the New Jersey Devils played really hard against one of the top teams out east, let's face it, and you know the Islanders have surprised me this season. I I didn't anticipate that they would uh, take that big a leap forward. I thought they would be sort of like the Rangers where they would need a little bit more time to develop and just uh, take the next uh, leap forward, but they're surprising me. They're competing with the uh, Bruins and the Flyers and the Capitals at the top of the east, so kudos to them. So the fact that the New Jersey Devils played really hard against uh, one of the top teams, teams out east you know uh I, w- I wasn't as hard on them but at the same time we're not looking at moral victories we have to look at you know the overall picture which is the New Jersey Devils still have lost four of our last five games and however many losses in our past um of you know past five games or so like I know I, I what I just said was confusing but uh I, I was just saying like based on the past five games the New Jersey Devils have been struggling but anyway uh let's talk more about uh what we need to do against the Rangers because if the New Jersey Devils need to go on some sort of streak or gain some sort of momentum the new york rangers are the perfect team to do so because i believe and don't quote me on this but uh, out of all the teams we've played out east we still have not lost the game to the new york rangers so uh let's see we've played the flyers and we've lost against the flyers we've played against the capitals and we've lost all of our matchups against the capitals we've um lost against the islanders um uh, we have not played the penguins yet so and we've uh, lost against the sabers so yeah i believe out of all the teams out east i believe that the new jersey devils uh still have not lost a game against the rangers so if we need to go on a streak this two game set against the rangers will be crucial for us because if we drop one or both of these games guys then it's time to wave the red flag and just say the new jersey devils have officially just hit a rough patch in the season in which they cannot climb out of so We're down, but we're not out. Like I said, there's still plenty of season left despite only playing 56 games, but I would like the New Jersey Devils to get some sort of momentum to go their way. But um, before we dissect the game, I actually want to talk about a series of tweets from Amanda Stein. So in the last episode, guys, I talked about the combinations that Lindy Ruff was doing and also just the questionable decisions he was making in terms of, who was a healthy scratch, uh, the line combinations, and obviously there's some things that are out of his control, which is, you know, uh, Nico Heezer's injury history this season because uh, Heizer had like a lower leg injury, then he had COVID, and now uh, he got hurt in a freak accident because of PK Subban. So Heizer's just had some bad luck. The only lucky thing that's happened to him this season is being named head captain. Let's just be uh, completely honest for a second. So guys, if you've listened to my show religiously, What's the one thing that I always say that the New Jersey Devils and other NHL teams need to do in general in order to be effective in unprecedented times? We have to be adaptable. So for the New Jersey Devils, you have to make some changes. Obviously, this is a new uh, system. This is a new uh, coaching staff, a new front office. Obviously, we added some uh, you know, great uh, pieces to our roster. But obviously, some of them have worked out. Some of them, not so much. And we've had a couple of surprises here and there. But overall, the New Jersey Devils, we really need to shake things up. And what better way to do it? Uh, than against a team that we have not lost to this season. Albeit we've had a couple of close calls, like, um, you know, the first time we played the Rangers, I felt like we should have put our uh, foot on the gas pedal and absolutely blown them out the water. But that didn't happen. And remember when we came back from a 16-game hiatus and we still beat the Rangers? So, you know, I, I believe that this is a time to be adaptable. So I- if we had to be against any uh, NHL team that we are allowed to face this season due to COVID, it would have to be the Rangers. You would think it would be the Buffalo Sabres, but... You know we struggle against the Sabers, and for some reason we always make Allmark look better than what he actually is. And overall, we just make the Sabers look like a playoff team. I've said this so many times, but anyway, uh, moving on to my point, let's look at some of Amanda Stein's uh, tweets uh, coming from today's practice for the New Jersey Devils. Like I said, this episode was recorded at around 2:50 p.m. Eastern Time, so uh obviously things are uh subject to change because this episode is going up at 6 15 eastern time so uh amanda stein first starts out her series of tweets by saying that nico hezier is still out with his injury no surprise there i'm sure the new jersey devils are in no rush to bring him back because let's face it we've played about what uh so we've played uh, this is our 19th game of the season. I'd say we've played a good 85% of the games with Nico not being there. And that's me being generous. So anyway, so Nico is still out and it frustrates me and it frustrates a lot of Devils fans. But overall, uh, you know... He's sure just gets hurt. He's just injury prone. I just wish he could play in more games so that way his stats can go up just a touch. But, you know, that's uh, out of our control. So um, another interesting tweet that she shared out was that based on the number of water bottles out for the New Jersey Devils practice, it looks as though we'll have a full house. So uh, when we're talking about a full house, she was talking about we have a bunch of healthy players just coming in players that you wouldn't expect to uh, be practicing with the New Jersey Devils, and obviously, you know, you got your healthy scratches, and you got the young guys just coming up and practicing. So, it looks like the New Jersey Devils are listening to this podcast, and they realize that they have to make some adjustments in order to be effective once again, and they are trying to be adaptable. So, uh, let's look at the uh, line combinations that are actually going out for the Devils on their March 3rd practice. So, for line one, you got Wood, Zaka, and Paul Mary. Line two, you got Sharon Govich, Hughes, and Kwokinen. The third line, you got Janssen, Zajac, and Bastid. And for the fourth and final line, you got Moussev, McLeod, Brock, and Gusev. And then over for the defense, you got Smith and Severson. Remember, there are new top line mates, or, you know, recently. Uh, due to Subban and Murray not really doing too well. Then for the second line, you got Kulikov and Subban. Then for the third line, you got Butcher and Vatnin, And for the fourth line, this is actually kind of interesting, you got a tandem duo of Tennyson and Jacobs and then Carrick and Murray. And then, obviously, for netminders, you have Blackwood, Dell, and Wedgwood. So this is kind of interesting for the New Jersey Devils, and here's why. Because if you recall in the last episode, I talked about that Murray should not be a healthy scratch, especially if you're trying to deal him away. So, obviously, uh, usually a healthy scratch means that that player is one foot out the door already and that they're probably going to be dealt, especially if they are a quote-unquote high-profile kind of player. So, Murray, while he's not a, you know, high-profile kind of player, he's still well-known. Like, people know who he is. So, uh, for Murray, I just say, like, listen we need to include him because, look, our defense is atrocious, but I feel like it's even more atrocious if he's not in the lineup. So, put him down with the, you know, bottom stringers of our defensive line pairings. So I don't care. Like, obviously, I agree with your decision that he should not be on the top line, but at the same time, he should not be a healthy scratch, in my opinion. He needs some sort of reps to just maybe get back into the groove because sometimes it takes players a little longer to contribute. So, Uh, for Ryan Murray you know the fact that he's uh, you know at the same time he's not really you know guaranteed anything right now but at the same time I just like that uh, they're just trying to give him a chance so obviously like I said if you forgot uh, the the final defensive line pairings are a tandem of Tennyson and Jacobs along with Carrick and Murray so you know what I mean by that is Uh, Tennyson and Jacobs were rotating in and out and Carrick and Murray were rotating in and out so I think it was just sort of like a quote-unquote tryout so for Ryan Murray uh he needs to get the reps. so remember at the beginning of the year when Jansen was sort of struggling to find his groove and the New Jersey Devils albeit it was just for like a game or two they moved him down to the bottom tier of our forward combinations and it actually worked out in Jansen's favor because like I said in that specific episode when Janssen was moved down in our line rotation um, you know, he started to do better, his uh uh production started to go up a little bit more, and then he was uh promoted back to uh top line, you know, temporarily because Obviously, the New Jersey Devils were still dealing with uh, a fair amount of injuries with Brat and uh, Heizer still being out at the time. So, you know, but Jansen still got promoted because he started to do a little bit better with, uh, you know, players that weren't as good as him. So I feel as though, you know, that's what you need to do. And, you know, that's one of the one things I love about hockey is that you can mix and match different combinations and, you know, just try to find where uh, the player will most dominate on so uh for example as a broadcaster i'm giving you guys my perspective when i was doing play-by-play for one of my hockey teams at my college uh we had this player who was on a hot streak and in fact in the last game that i announced he got the hat trick and he had, like, two hat tricks in a matter of two weeks. He's on, like, the fourth string. So the reason for that is is because they were just looking for, you know, just different offensive matchups, and they were just saying he'll dominate the most when he's, uh you know, on the fourth line. So it's just, um, you know, an effective way to just try to, you know, get production out of uh, respective players. And, you know, what, some players would much rather just play with a – fourth-line pairing or third-line pairing, whatever the case might be, if they're able to demonstrate their full strength so I'm giving you guys my perspective as a broadcaster and also as a reporter analysis so uh, anyway back to the New Jersey Devils so what do you guys think about that line combinations that I just mentioned so obviously you know we're talking about mix and matching and it's just really interesting to see that the New Jersey Devils uh, were having a full house kind of practice and that they were just trying to you know find ways to just say how can we be more effective and like I said doing it against a team like the Rangers a team that you've had their number all season for the most part so surprisingly the two teams that we've uh, played our best brands of hockey against are the rangers and the bruins because it seems like we always have our best game and uh, obviously you know we we still do well against the islanders but i think we've done mediocre against them and we've done terrible against the capitals and the sabers we've done terrible too so surprisingly uh we play our best brand of hockey against the rangers so john chick of lockdown rangers you might want to be on the lookout because there's some devil's players that might surprise you so um anyway uh going back to the line combinations for the new jersey devils um I feel as though Ruff needs to reunite the Janssen, Hughes, and Brat line, quite honestly, because you got Hughes, who's just very effective, as I said in the last episode, even when he doesn't do anything, he still makes his presence known, to say the least, and Brat is aggressive, and Janssen uh, is effective, so I feel as though that line combination needs to make a comeback, quite honestly, and now's the time to do it, especially with Heijer being out, and obviously, with with all due respect to Zaka, you know, I know Zaka has been doing well Last five games, he's been on a hot streak for the New Jersey Devils, but I would much rather see that line combination of Janssen, Hughes, and Braun, uh, quite honestly, if I'm being honest. But anyway, I am low on energy, guys, so you know what I need to take? I need to take a built bar to get me going. So, anyway, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think it's time for the first live read this morning. Let's talk more about built bar, the best protein bar ever. Let me tell you guys something about built bar. Built bars are super healthy, and they are just a great go to snack when you're going to the gym, going to school, going to work work, whatever the case might be. The Improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They have 18 amazing new flavors including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, barcia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, apple, almond, crisp. This stuff is delicious. I have a few of these before I go to class, before I go to the gym and they are super healthy. You guys are going to love them. They have 12 original flavors that you guys need to check out. So, the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, wait a minute. It has both of those factors. It sounds like an unhealthy snack to me. That is not true. Built bars are healthy. It is great for the health conscious guy. And you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. So the bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Great for the keto diet. You, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Bilt Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. So go to BiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BiltBar.com. Ah, uh, the New York Rangers, from one New York team to another, from the Islanders to the Rangers, it's time for the Devils to try to get some sort of momentum going, and what better way to do it than against the New York Rangers, if you uh, missed what I said in earlier in this episode... The New York Rangers are the only team besides the Pittsburgh Penguins because uh, we haven't played them uh, yet this season. They're the only East team that we have not lost to this season. So in our previous matchups against the New York Rangers, uh, January 19th, we came out victorious by a score of 4-3. to three, And then February 16th, we came out victorious by a score of 5-2. to two. And that game was really exciting to see because, like I said, we came back from a 16-day hiatus. And I actually thought the Devils would drop the puck in that one, so... Um, You know, great to see the determination and the effort from that game. So if you guys need a recap of how that game went for the New Jersey Devils, uh, some of our stars that game included uh, Kwokanen, who had three assists, and also getting a goal that game with Sharon Govich, Merkley, Zaka, Maltzev, you know, just, and also Butcher. So five different players scored a goal for us that game. So... For the New Jersey Devils, we just need that X factor against the Rangers. And like I told you guys, that line pairings that Amanda Stein shared with the public is really interesting to see. And just overall, um, really exciting to see if you're the New Jersey Devils because it's just like, can we get some sort of momentum to go our way? So let's compare the team stats between the Rangers and the Devils. So power play percentage, we are 26 in the league at 14.8% and the Rangers are at 14.5% in their power play, so they're actually right below us at 27%. Penalty kill, here's where we're going to be uh, below the mark for it, because we are in dead last in penalty kill percentage at 63%, whereas the Rangers are at 85.5%, and they're sixth in the league in penalty kill, so if the Devils go into the power play, don't expect them to get a power play goal like you were expecting for them to do it anyway, but the rangers also stink at the power play as i just stated so that kind of cancels each other out so face-off percentage we are dead last in the league at 43 percent whereas the rangers are just one spot ahead of us at the 30th position now goals for us were at the 26th position at 2.56 whereas the rangers are in 24th position at 2.6 now goals against we are in the middle of the pack at 16th in the league at 2.89 whereas the rangers are in 10th at 2.65 so uh yeah The Devils were so good at just... Or Mackenzie Blackwood was so good at making sure that the puck didn't get past them. But anyway, for uh, what do I think that the New Jersey Devils will do in this game against the Rangers? Hmm, well, um, I think it's time for the second live read this morning. And let's uh, take your bets to betonline.ag so that way you can win some extra finance. And let's take it away and let's learn more about the best betting online website entire market. Alrighty, now let's talk more about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, sadly, but college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs, so Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise, I'm not surprised because Bet Online is that awesome. So, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so the devils play the rangers tonight and they also play them um, on March 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So this is a great opportunity to just try to get some sort of momentum to go your way. New Jersey, I beg of you, just try. Please, please, please. Just try your best to, you know, get that momentum to go back into your favor because remember when you went on a 16-day hiatus and you were able to come back and just victoriously beat the Rangers in surprising fashion, and the Rangers uh, had played a few games during the course of those 16 days, so that's what we need. And so let's look at some of the players to watch from the last five games for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, you guys, I need you to apologize to Zaka right now because he is leading our team in the past five games in points Goals and assists. So he has six points in the last five games, two goals in the past five games, four assists in the past five games, and plus minus is going to Maltzav, but you know, he's has a plus-minus of one, so nothing really impressive right there. Mackenzie Blackwood would most likely get the start against the Rangers unless Lindy Ruff wants to be stupid and maybe put in Scott Wedgwood to back up Aaron Dell. But you know, obviously I'm just joking right there. So Mackenzie Blackwood is five, four, and one with a goals against average of two point five eight and a save percentage of 920. So, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is still looking for his first shutout of the year. So, I really hope that the New Jersey Devils just remain aggressive against the Rangers and just overall just say, you know what? The Rangers still have not beaten us this year. Let's keep it that way and let's just try to get this win. So... Uh, or get both of these wins, please, because you need some sort of momentum. Because look at the teams out east. I didn't read the standings this game, so you know, check out the last episode if you want to check out the uh, standings because they still have not changed uh, from last night due to the fact that I recorded that episode pretty late. So, Uh, For the New Jersey Devils, you know, you don't want to fall too far behind in the stands. Well, you kind of are already, but at the same time, look at the teams that are racking up the points right now. So, you know, you got teams in the mid 20s already, already uh, close to pushing uh, 30 points of the year, and you still are just struggling to just, you know, crack 20. So, uh, for the New Jersey Devils, I just need you to really come out with the win, or at the very least, Uh, Get the win in one, and if you have to take it to a shootout in the other game and just get you know, one point out of it. I'll be okay with that as well. Maybe not um, the ideal, but we cannot drop one of these games. We can't afford it right now. It's not what we uh, need right now. So for the Rangers, they have 19 points of the year. If you give them one or two of these games, they're going to pull ahead of you and you are, you know, just shooting yourself in the foot at this point. So for the Devils, this this is crucial because if you can beat the Rangers in uh, this two-game series, then you'll move ahead of them and then, uh, you know, you'll play the Penguins sooner rather than later, and then you'll get an opportunity to just, uh, you know, move ahead, so we, will, we won't play the uh, the Penguins until March 18th, so, you know, just giving you guys some reference, but at the same time, we need to move ahead against these Rangers, okay, we cannot have them have this momentum and put us even farther back in the eight ball, and if we drop both of these games and the Sabres uh, do well in their next few games, then we're in last place, and then uh, we're, we're at that Point, we could just kiss uh, finishing fifth in the East Division or maybe even cracking a playoff spot if, uh, you know, uh, if we get that lucky, just goodbye, okay? And we could kiss some of our uh, great players goodbye because then we'll become sellers. So, and that Jack Eichel trade that I talked about a couple episodes ago, out the door. So, for the New Jersey Devils, please, please, please do not uh, put yourself in a difficult situation. Don't put yourself in a hole so deep that you won't know which way is up. So, that's uh, my Pre-game analysis and hopefully the devils can come out victorious but let me know what you guys think on locked on devils hit me up on twitter that's about all the time i have for you guys today continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey thanks for listening i will catch you guys in the next episode